재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Good morning and welcome to the bookend on TBS EFM 101.3 in the heart of Seoul, GFN 98.7 in Gwangju and 93.7 in Yeosu. It's Sunday, December 27th, 2015 and I'm your host, Jamie Chang. It's our last show of the year and we've prepared a special year-end edition full of opportunities for reflection to help you say goodbye to this year and ring in the new. At the top of our show today, we have our Helen Cho bringing us the latest from the world of books, followed by this week's roundtable on Pop Jung's Bu Soyu, or Non-Possession, hoping he will give us insight into living wiser lives. Our panelists for today are Helena No, Becky White, and Grace Oh. And for today's first chapter, I'll read from Kim Yeon-soo's 모두에게 복된 새해, 레이먼드 카버에게, or Happy New Year to Everyone, to Raymond Carver. For today's music, we have tracks from Tony Bennett, perfect for the winter season and the holidays, starting with Always. Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator and interpreter. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Can you believe that this is the last show of 2015? I know. So 2016. Yes, indeed. It's uh, it's 2016. I cannot believe that it's... It's like living in the future. It is like living in the future. I don't know why it feels that way, but it definitely feels that way. Anyway, it is the very last weekend of 2015. It's about time we took a moment to recap what key issues we've witnessed in the world of international publishing this year. Yes, to sum up, um, 2015 was marked by unexpected new books from two bestsellers, E.L. James and Harper Lee. Mm -hmm. And also making headlines was the adult coloring book category that really went from fad to big business this Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. So um, the rise of adult coloring books has been quite surprising to many because um, just two years ago, back in 2013, everybody thought it was a bit of a joke when the British (laughs) author Mel Elliott Um, published a tongue-in-cheek coloring book titled Color Me Swooned that had drawings (laughs) of Ryan Gosling which I (laughs) actually I nearly bought a copy for myself actually I have to admit do Um, you like Ryan Gosling or coloring? um, I like Ryan Gosling okay all right (laughs) 
Um, but then two years later, in 2015, you know, Elliot is one of a number of author illustrators benefiting from massive demand for adult colouring books. Wow. So with authors such as Johanna Basford, the um, author of The Secret Garden, mm-hmm. enjoying worldwide sales and um, well into the millions, the in- unexpected success of adult, adult colouring books has been a huge phenomenon around the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say I don't quite understand the appeal of coloring books. I mean, I do love color pencils and I love using color pencils, but that's mostly because I'm a huge fan of stationery. Mm-hmm. I have I have no desk or chair <laughs> in my study, but I have four inkwells. That's the kind of... Yes. Um, stationary fanatic mm-hmm. I am but do you like coloring books well I get bored with coloring books I think I was done with coloring books when I was 10 years old yes as, as most people are yes. <laughs> right but then you know some of my friends actually bought the secret garden and they get really excited about like actually coloring pages and pages of like different Gardens? pictures yes okay. flowers <laughs> So what's next on our list of big items 2015? So next news on my list reads Publishing Houses Scandal. And mm. this is quite a bit of a scandal too. Um, authors, you know, switch publishing houses all the time for different reasons. But you don't really hear about them because, you know, they rarely make those reasons public. Mm-hmm. But then um, Steve Hamilton, two-time Edgar winner, announced that he was pulling his forthcoming thriller from St. Martin's Press because the publisher was not doing enough in the way of marketing and promotion Mm -hmm. and Hamilton went on to highlight that one of the dirty little secrets in the business that he hadn't shared with people before Mm -hmm. which is one of that which is that a lot of big houses don't do very much to promote their midlist authors and Mm -hmm. I think this is such a shame because there must be so many great authors and works out there that we're really missing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. if you're a midlist author listening to our show get out while you can so let's talk about notable big sellers of 2015. So Go Set a Watchman, I think this title is one of 2015's biggest sellers as well as one of its biggest publishing stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new book by one of the most beloved and best-selling authors in the 20th century. So this was initially thought to be a sequel and later revealed to be an early rejected first draft of To Kill a Mockingbird. And it was discovered by Harper's lawyer Tonya Carter, but then it was it was quite controversial that it was pub- the way it was published mm-hmm. um, it led to an elder abuse investigation, oh, okay. and which was quickly dropped um, into whether the reclusive author was manipulated into publishing the work. Mm. So you know there were like there was a whole host of media outlets offering different theories of right. different stories, different theories of right. how it came to be published. Uh-huh. And any other much-anticipated release of 2015 that you would like to mention? Well, E.L. James um, surprised fans when she first announced that she'd be releasing a fourth novel featuring the star-crossed lovers in a Fifty Shades saga. Mm. So it's the same story, and Mm -hmm. the concept is really getting quite thin now. But then the story is now told from the perspective of the guy instead of the girl. So Mm -hmm. the title, the pretty long title, is (laughs) Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey, as told by Christian. Okay. But then, it's not very know, original if you think about it. Yes. Not, not really, but it didn't stop the sales from really shooting up because uh-huh. a lot of people were quite interested. And the initial print run um, mm-hmm. was well above one million copies. Mm-hmm. Now let us turn our attention to the domestic market. Which titles have been popular with Korean readers in 2015? 
Um, I have the list of 2015 top bestsellers from Kyobo Mungo right mm-hmm. here. And I'm not surprised to see that um, Ichiro Kishimi's The Courage to be Disliked or Miyun mm-hmm. Badul Yonggi is the all-time bestseller in 2015. Mm-hmm. And Tessa Zhang's um, All You Need to Know to Have Intelligent Conversations, the first and second volumes of his title, mm-hmm. um, takes the second and fifth spots on the list. Mm-hmm. And Johanna Basford um, is has The Secret Garden in the third place. (laughs) Yes, the colouring book. Yes. Yes. And our first fiction title on the list appears at number four. It's The Miracle of Namiya General Store by Keigo Higashino. Mm -hmm. And at number six, we have Harvard at 4.30, another (laughs) non-fiction title. I wonder Uh what happens at Harvard at (laughs) 4.30. People sleep. Oh, they study. All night. <laughs> no, they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a couple more fiction titles at places seven and eight. A mm-hmm. Man Named Ove by Frederick Backman and The Hundred-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared by Jonas Johansson. Mm-hmm. And then it's back to the land of practicality. Um, we have a cookery book by a TV chef named Peck jong Won at right. number nine. Mm-hmm. And David chose an English um, study book at number ten. Mm-hmm. So um, according to the book retailer Kyobo Mungo, who compiled a list, the key word of the Korean publishing industry in 2015 is anxiety or puran. Mm-hmm. And this is all due to the rising social anxiety resulting from things like the MERS crisis. Right, that was this year. I can't believe that was this year. It seems like such a long time ago. Right. It lasted for a lot longer than people expected as right, well. Right. And we also had quite a bit of tension between North and South mm-hmm. and threat of terrorism. So more more readers have turned to books on psychology or Adler psychology to right. be precise. Right, right. So, and it, for example, the overall number one bestseller, The Courage to be Disliked, mm-hmm. remained at the top of the chart for 41 weeks straight, and that's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. I actually checked out this book, The Courage to be Disliked, and the title of the first section, I think the book was divided into three sections, and the title of the first section was or deny the trauma. And the gist of it is that if you blame your present on your past, you won't be able to move on. And what's fascinating about this is that the term trauma has been a big part of the vernacular in 2015, thanks to all the anxiety-producing events that you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier and in the recent past as well. And I think people have become more aware of the effects and even like the existence of trauma, not as like, you know, oh, I've been traumatized when I fell off my bicycle, like that sort of thing, but like actual like mm. trauma in the clinical psychology mm. sense. And yet this book stayed at the top of the chart for almost all of this year. Like, How do we explain this contradiction? Well, I guess it's that very awareness of the existence of trauma that makes people want to forget and deny that trauma exists, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Because it's a big, scary Mm -hmm. thing. If you admit that it's there, then you have to deal with it. I know. People feel, I think, a lot more threatened Mm -hmm. by what could happen. Right, right. But I, I think it's interesting that this book was at the very top of the bestseller list for 41 weeks, right? That's almost a whole year, right? Yeah, I know, 10 months. Yeah, yeah. What other trends did you find interesting this year? Um, there'll be some popular books on the art of being alone. And um, we talked about the title, The Power of Time Spent Alone, or Honja Innen Shikane Him. And of course, um, 
you know, as ever with Koreans, practical study guides and books on finances have also been very popular. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, though, sales revenue from fiction titles dropped by a massive 16% since last year. Mm-hmm. So many readers in Korea have been disappointed by the whole literary scene in Korea, especially following the plagiarism allegations ah, made towards yeah, some of yes. the most popular authors like Shin Kyung-suk and uh-huh. Kang Min-gyu. Uh-huh. I mean, it's been quite an eventful year for Korean literature in that sense. Let's remind our listeners of some of these plagiarism mm-hmm. charges. So back in June, uh, for Shin Kyung-suk, who is best known for her globally celebrated novel Please Look After Mom, or Omar Butake, was accused of plagiarism. Poet Lee Young-jun accused Shin Kyung-suk of plagiarizing from Japanese author Yukio Mashi- uh, Mishima. Um, in an article titled Darkness of Idol or Corruption of Literature. Mm-hmm. Can you remind us of the details of Yoon Jun's accusation and how did Shin kyung respond? Well, Yoon Jun insisted that the whole issue was something that the Korean literary circle had known as a fact for a long time, right, right. but just that no one dared to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And the day after the article was published, Shin kyung denied the whole accusation, mm-hmm. claiming that she had no prior knowledge of Yukio's work. Mm-hmm. But then only a week after um, releasing her initial statement, she gave a newspaper interview um, in which she offered words that were largely seen as owning up to her plagiarism and I'll give you her exact words Mm -hmm. she said I quote after comparing the sentences in question to Yukio Mishima's novel Patriotism and those in legend several times I think it might be right to raise the question of plagiarism Mm -hmm. so kind of an admission of guilt but not quite right and that sort of opened the floodgates to other plagiarism accusations who else it turned out had also plagiarized well i was heartbroken to find out that pang mingyu was mm-hmm. also accused of plagiarizing yeah, that was heartbreaking yes yeah. it was very much mm-hmm. so <clears throat> in regards to his works the last fan club of sami superstars mm-hmm. sami superstars fan club and mm-hmm. nap or nap jam mm-hmm. and at first he denied the accusation mm-hmm. and you're know, saying that even if people write completely creative works all alone you know, in a cave, mm-hmm. there will be coincidence or incidents that were bound to happen. Right, right. Then, you know, he changed his stance really quickly and uh-huh. he released a public apology soon after. Um, you know, he published an open letter in which he really just simply admitted that he had committed plagiarism. Uh-huh. What did he say? Um, he said, I quote, I think it was obviously stealing is an act that deserves criticism. I was a person who lacked understanding about intellectual property right at the time. But then again, he um, tried to excuse himself, saying, however, it was a case wherein I sought reference materials to back up my idea rather than a case wherein I sought ideas from the materials. Mm -hmm. He had to have the last word. Indeed. Mm -hmm. He also added that fiction was only written by human beings and no human can be completely sure of his or her memory and conscience. Mm Well, we're almost out of time, but let's hope that in 2016, our beloved writers will be a little more sure of their memory and their conscience. Yes, and I hope more people go out and buy, I don't know, fiction titles. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Fiction fiction is good. Fiction is, yes. is very nurturing and healing. Maybe a lot more helpful than English study guys. Or yes, or coloring. On- yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so books and finances. Uh-huh. Well, thank you so much, Helen, for coming in. And 
we will see you again next Sunday, which is also next year. Yes, see you in 2016. Happy, Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Yes. Coming up next is today's roundtable. But first, let's listen to Tony Bennett singing, You Must Believe in Spring. Just think if winter comes, can spring...